are going to go straight into the word of God. The, the Lord has something for us to bless us to hear his word. Um, let's go into prayer, Heavenly Father. We are giving you all the glory and all the honor, all the praise this day. Your word said, this is the Lord, that, the day that you have made, we shall rejoice and be glad in you. We ask and usher in your presence, your power, your anointing to move mildly and strongly into this broadcast. Lord, all that this message is reaching to, Lord, we are lifting everyone into your hands. We ask for your mercy and your grace to locate each and everyone, that you will, your spirit and your anointing and your power will move through this message to bless the lives of those that this message is rich in this hour. We ask, Lord, for a hearing heart. Lord, let your spirit bless us this morning, this afternoon, with a hearing heart. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. I have a way. We are continuing the series dealing with authors, and I started that um, last Sunday. So um, as the foundation to help you understand where we're coming from with this message, um, first lady, could you uh, show us how we could assess uh, last week's uh, message on I the iPod? Oh. Yes, Mr. yes. Um, if you go to lightwaychurch.com and click on podcast, there you can download the messages from Lightway Church of God in Christ. Yeah, so um, you subscribe. Okay, so you could uh, get the uh, beginning of this series, the part one, it's very important. So this is part two, dealing with altars and uh, uh, subtitle, Rephidim, Rephidim, where God stands. Rephidim, where God stands. And the question I have for you as we go through this uh, message is where is God standing in your life? Where is God standing in your life? Uh, what role does God play in your decision, in your heart, in your mind? in your finances, in your household, in your relationship. What role do God play? Um, first lady, could you read Exodus chapter 17, verse 1? Exodus chapter 17, verse 1. They move from the uh, wilderness of sin. Why? They have rebelled and at some point of their journey with the Lord. They have rebelled. They have murmured and complained. Now they have come to a place and this place is called Rephidim, but there was no water. So once again, there was a test of their faith, the test of their faith. As uh, our faith will be tested over and over, it is through these that God matures us, God grows us, God establishes us in him. It is through challenges, trials, and tribulation. So now another test for them to pass. And this time it was test. It was test. They were thirsty. They needed water, and there was no water. Could you continue from eight to fifteen, the same, um, the same um, chapter? Yes. Moses built an altar. Remember, I mentioned the the title for this message dealing with altars. Moses built an altar for God when God fulfill his promise and they experience God's power at that place. They were going through war, fight. As they, they, God provided water for them, 
and now they are they are faced with a challenge they are faced with an enemy and this is a whole new nation that have come out of slavery so they have no experience in battle they have no experience in war but they are faced with a nation hallelujah and what did moses do they stood on what god has shared and god's power moved and moses recognized that he has an altar of god in his hand what is an altar the altar moses built was to remind them of who god is in their journey with the lord as well as provide a sacred place where they can have an encounter with god the altar is a place where spiritual transaction takes place god was there they acknowledge god they experienced god's power god delivered them god gave them victory so they marked that place as a place where god dwells so anytime they come to that place they know they're gonna experience the glory and the power of god beloved the altar also provides a medium where we could communicate with god and offer worship to god hallelujah so in that explanation means the presence of an evil altar will also provide a medium to contact spirit of demons or forces of darkness so here we are trying to um look into two aspects of what altars do in our spiritual life an altar built for god to have an encounter with angels and the spirit of god and an altar built for the powers of darkness demonic forces to have a contact to affect us negatively we have to remember that anything that the devil offers is not free it is a bait to woe us in to kill still and destroy get the first episode of this message i laid a strong foundation in there beloved as we deal with this issue of altars we cannot ignore how these altars impact our spiritual life both positively if we are aligned with god if we are people that work, acknowledge god if we are people that god's word and god's uh, instruction and our relationship with god matters to us and it impacts us negatively if our lifestyle is one that allows the devil to operate through our spirit how could the devil operate through your spirit is when we disobey the word of god when we disobey the word of god time and time again when we don't give reverence to the word of god in our life we open our life up we become a tool we become an instrument a vessel for the devil to use us if our heart is filled with darkness and in this word i'm using as our heart as we always explain when the scriptures talks about our heart it's not the organ that pumps blood but it is our spirit man our our inner self, subconsciousness the part of us that makes us who we are 
So if that aspect of us is filled with darkness, it becomes difficult for the Spirit of God to set us free. It becomes difficult for the Spirit of God to set us free. Therefore, we must develop what a forgiving heart. We need to let our heart be free from anything that builds offense, anything that builds pain, anything that builds jealousy, anger, enviness, unforgiveness, uh, past pain, grudge, holding on to grudge. We need to let our heart be, uh, our spirit be free from these things so that the spirit of God could operate in our life to set us free. Therefore, we must develop a forgiving heart by first forgiving ourselves and so we'll be able to forgive others. So sometimes we are so hard on ourselves, we forget that Christ died that we might receive forgiveness and that we could also forgive others. Hallelujah. Let's look at James chapter 1, verse 21. James chapter 1, verse 21. So this is what James is advising us to do in our work with the Lord. This makes us know that God's spirit do not do anything unless a human being is involved. God's spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, do not do anything on earth unless a human being is involved. God's spirit needs a human spirit to operate. Why? Because God set up the world in such a way that he has to come in the legal way. The legal way, spiritually, is to have a contact with the human spirit to operate in this world. Beloved, let's look at um, what God told Moses in Exodus chapter 17, verse 4 to 7. When the Israelites rebelled, that is the area where they, they got to and they needed water to drink. They rebelled, they complained that there was no water in the wilderness. And God almost obliterated this uh, high-hearted people who could not acknowledge God and all that he has done up to that point in their life. And sometimes we find ourselves in that same place, murmuring and complaining, what is in our heart, hallelujah. And so God instructed Moses, led Moses to a rock. And God promised that he would stand on the rock and instructed Moses to take his rod. Moses always carried a rod and that rod is uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the vessel, the instrument that God always used to move mightily. So that all, that rod was an altar, was an altar, because it always had contact with the power of God, and God's spirit moved on that altar, which is the rod of Moses, to perform signs, wonders, and miracles, and deliverance in these uh, people's life. But we realized that the rock was Jesus. The rock was Jesus. 
And before water would come out of this rock, God told Moses to touch that rock with his rod, and water will come out. Why? Because the rock signified Jesus. And the rock of ages, ancient of days, that is the name of Jesus Christ. The presence of an evil spirit or an evil altar in our heart or spirit is the result of a stony heart, a stony heart. When our heart is filled with darkness, it turns into a stone heart, a heart that do not yield to the Spirit of God. It's described as a stony heart. Remember, in the former days, altars were built with stones and rocks. Altars were built with stones and rocks. If you go to um, uh, um, Exodus chapter 17, verse 8 to 15, describing how Moses built the altar. So I'm building a pattern, a sequence, explaining the rock of an altar or any type of altar to the situation of our heart or our spirit when it is filled with darkness. How the, the devil could take control of our lives and use us to achieve his purpose, his plans, and his will in this world. Beloved, so the Ten Commandments was also what built with stones. God wrote the Ten Commandments on stones. It was carved out of a stone, two stone tablets, as the Ten Commandments originally was presented to the Israelites. It was written on stones. And this explains why the laws were rigged. They were rigged laws. There was no mercy. There was no compassion. But until the new covenant, which initiated the blood of Jesus was introduced. And out of that, we inherit the Holy Spirit. The word of God says, out of the bellies of, out of our bellies, shall flow rivers of living waters. The rock that Moses touched that produced the water in the wilderness, hallelujah, that water was flowing through Jesus, hallelujah. And it represented waters that was flowing through the chambers of God because Jesus was the rock. And God himself was standing above the rock. Hallelujah. So it was not an ordinary rock, but uh, in the sight of people, it looked like an ordinary rock. That is why God told Moses to touch it with the rock. But out of anger, Moses hid the strike the rock, and God's anger, God was furious with Moses, and he lost the opportunity to take the people into the promised land. He did not Take them in. Most Joshua was the one that picked up the, the, the mantle and took the people of uh, Israel into the promised land. The, this uh, represents the presence of God's Spirit in our life. Out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living waters. 
representing the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Let's look at the effects of evil altars in our spirit. What are the effects? When our heart, our spirit man has been taken over and the devil is using us to achieve his will because of how dark our heart has become. One, opposition or hindrances to the grace of Jesus Christ reaching us. It prevents the, the grace of Jesus Christ reaching us. It causes disobedience to the word of God. Endless struggles and suffering, spiritual setback, limitations, shortcomings, disappointments, premature death, barrenness can be fruitful. You can bear, uh, uh, you can have children, both men and women. There are men that will experience low sperm count. And there are women that could not take seed to have babies. So the impact negatively is both men and women. Divorces, sicknesses, disease, and infirmities, afflictions of various kinds. And a typical example, a sister that we were in a church with that we had to pray for who approached us and was experiencing depression and was experiencing brokenness and couldn't understand why he was, she was depressed. And we went to her house to pray for her. And our first lady saw a vision where there was a Buddha statue. And she asked the lady if there was any Buddha statue in the house. And the lady led us to an area in the house where a shrine has been, has been built, a shrine, an altar has been built with Buddha statue. This lady's husband had passed away. And so the, 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 the lady's uh, uh, in-law had come in the house. She was not knowledgeable about the things of God. And she saw it as this decoration that was in honor of her dead husband. But unknowingly, it was an evil altar. It was a shrine that had been built, attracting evil spirits. And that was the cause of her depression. That was the cause of the mental turmoil. That was the cause of the emotional crisis she was experiencing. And the Spirit of God led us to tear the evil altar down and we instructed her to carry everything in a bag and throw it in a dumpster. And right after that, we prayed for her, anointed the house, and the lady experienced her freedom. She was set free from that evil attack and went about doing things that she used to do, filled with joy and happiness. That is a typical example of it. Now let's look at them. Jehovah Nisi, Moses built the altar and he said, he called that place Jehovah Nisi. What does Jehovah Nisi mean? God, our banner in the realms of the spirit against evil attacks. Hallelujah. Today, God is our banner through 
the Holy Spirit in a believer's life. When you allow the Holy Spirit to take seed in your spirit, in your heart, the Spirit of God becomes a banner over your life. Remember, beloved, I mentioned that Moses' rod was an altar. Now our spirit has become the altar of God. Your spirit, your human spirit, as you have accepted Christ, as you are a believer, your human spirit has become what? The altar of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We thank God for his word as we I bring this message to an end. That is the prayer. I should watch this message over and over. Learn this prayer so that you could get together. And in your prayer time, you could do spiritual warfare, tearing these walls down, the demonic walls down in your life to gain the victory of God every area of life. Hallelujah. I can end by asking us to accept Christ in our heart. Hallelujah. This is uh, the purpose and the will of God for our lives. Yes. That we come to Christ. Mm -hmm. And these that I'm describing, this message is finding anything in your life that is pre preventing you from accepting Jesus, from accepting Christ, from walking with God, from establishing a deeper relationship with God. Hallelujah. You said, Pastor, I just stumbled over this message. I don't know Jesus Christ. This is the time to accept Christ. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord in John 10, 10 says, But the enemy cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come so that you might have life, life here on earth, and eternal glory, eternal, obtaining eternal life. Because when you die, that is not the end of your life. You shall face judgment. You could Google that up in the Word of God. There is judgment after death. And the question you're going to be asked is, what did you do with Jesus? Hallelujah. Everything playing around us is pointing to the fact that we need Christ in our life to obtain peace in this world of crisis. Hallelujah. If you want to accept Christ, and what that would do is to save you from going to hell. Hell is real and heaven is real. You could read for yourself Revelation chapter 20, verse 13 to 16, I believe, and you will have gained the word concerning all that we are talking about, that we need Christ in our life. If you have strayed from God, and it is the time to come home through this prayer, as you confess Christ as our leaders, to accept Christ in our heart. Beloved, pray this prayer with me in this hour. If you want to accept Christ in your life, dear Jesus, dear Jesus I, thank you I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. For forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. My Lord and personal Savior. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. As simple as that. If you pray this prayer with faith, believing in this prayer, I declare you saved. And angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your salvation today. Now your name has been written 
in the Lamb's book of life. Yes. The word of the Lord in Revelation 20, verse 13 to 16 says, those are the day of judgment. Those are the second coming of Christ who, whose names are not found in the Lamb's book of life are heading to hell. With what? With Satan and his demons. All the stuff going on, all the demonic attacks, all that we're experiencing, <clears throat> attributing to the works of Satan, is that hell has enlightened itself, and Satan's time is taken, and he's winning so. Just as Jesus wants us to himself, Satan is also winning souls to be destroyed in hell with him. Beloved, you could look for us, let us hear from you that you were saved. Send us an email, us, um, our addresses, and uh, the way to contact us comes on the screen of your medium of uh, watching us. And let us hear about you. Hallelujah, that you were saved. Also, we open the doors of our church online, inviting you to become a member of Lightweight Church of God online so that you will respond to our emails uh, and watch our broadcast and let God's word as we present through this medium, bless, transform, change, and bring it to a place of spiritual maturity that you gain victory, peace, calmness, and tranquility in your life. Hallelujah. First lady, you could take us to the end. Amen. What a powerful Hallelujah. message. Amen. Glory it's time of giving. God. So if you are giving something to God, wherever you are, you could lift it, lift it up as we, we pray the prayer of God over your seed and your offering and your tithe. Amen. Amen. Pastor, you want to go ahead and pray for the people as they are giving their, their tithes and their offerings. The way you can give is you go to Lightway Church. Dot com Amen. lightweightchurch.com Amen. click on donate and you can give Amen. there or you can do the modern way which i love text to give the number to text is 833-901-2082 833-901-2082 you will Amen. simply put the amount you want to give and press send once you enter the number at the top. Pastor, let's pray for Hallelujah. the people as they're giving. If you are giving offering seed tithes unto the Lord this hour, I want you to present it, lift it up wherever you are as I release the, these prayers. Right? Heavenly Father, your word said we should give and you will give unto us. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6 verse 38. Press down. Running over, shaking together, would you cause men to give to our bosom whatever need that has been wrapped around this seed, this tithe, this offering that is being sowed in your kingdom through lightweight church of God in Christ to help others, to do your work, to touch lives, to evangelize, to bless many that you send to contact lightweight church. Lord, as you are blessing us, bless these that are given. Oh, Lord, let your word come to manifesting. Rebuke the devourer. Let them experience victory. Destroy sickness, disease, and infirmity. Profit at the marketplace. Hallelujah. Investment, profit. Amen. Business, profit. Visions coming to manifestation. Good jobs. Hallelujah. Promotion at the workplace. 
promotion on the job. I pronounce this blessing over your finances. God, make a way where there's no way for, me, for you in your finances. God, meet you at the point of every need. I bind the devourer over your finances. I release the power of God that every satanic hand be destroyed over your finances. And the Lord send ministering spirits to cause your money to come, to cause every need met in every area of your life. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Now, just a couple announcements. Lightweight Church, we do have a prayer line where we meet every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, amen. and Friday at 9 a.m. Yes, the number we call is 515-603-5632. Yes. It's 515-603-5632. We meet at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we have seen God do some awesome, amazing things in the lives of his people. Amen. God is so amazing. So as you come in, come and encourage your faith. Amen. Amen. Activate your faith as you are coming. Come with a spirit of expectancy yes. as you are coming because we serve a mighty, awesome God, the God of impossibilities, the God of turnaround. So come and bring your friend, your neighbor, your enemy. Amen. Yes, yes. your enemy. Even they need the power of God in their lives and maybe they'll become a, a child of God themselves. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Well, yes powerful to turn everything around yes, to our faith. Yes. Remember Boy, that. Yes. It's been a blessing coming to you today in worship, praise, and with our spiritual food, the word of God. Um, Pastor, you have any announcements for well, me? That's it. Until we meet again next Sunday, same time. God bless us. Keep watching us. God bless Amen. you.